welcome to the CND podcast. I'm Mae McAllachand and I'm the clinical editor. I spoke to Dr. Mahendra Patel, a pharmacist and academic, and also a member of the CND Clinical Advisory Board. Dr. Patel spoke to me about his experience of working on the front line in community pharmacy during the COVID 19 pandemic. Andrew, thanks so much for speaking to me today. Um, I saw at the weekend, actually, you did a shift in a community pharmacy. So I just wanted to see how it was for you and just if you could, you know, talk to me a bit about it and, you know, how it felt going in um, to a pharmacy at this time. Well, it, it was a little bit bizarre and strange. I was um, supporting another pharmacist uh, on Saturday morning, help clear some workouts for them all, knowing how busy they would be. Um, it was a bit strange in many ways because it was quite quiet um, for a Saturday morning there, um, but it was the almost a calm after the storm. So that was a bit bizarre from that perspective. I picked up a lot of um, observations in the sense that um, it's I find it difficult for people to be social distancing if you haven't got a, a large pharmacy uh, in terms of space and that goes for our, our colleagues as well in the dispensary. Um, fortunately, from a pharmacy front perspective, there was enough and it was well coordinated where people could be socially distancing two metres apart in, in that sense. But I think it was more the dispensary where, you know, things are coming in, you've got your stock, you're checking, um, people are bringing things into you. That, that distancing becomes a key problem, I think. We need to be very mindful that we can't avoid it. Yeah. Is, is there any uh, measures we could put in place potentially in the pharmacy to try and improve our social distancing in the dispensary? I think it would depend from pharmacy to pharmacy what measures could be adopted. But I think the more we share that potential for having the the, the COVID being spread better um, is important. We may have we may learn from that in Mm. terms of what in terms of our practice and change our practice as much as we can because it is it is difficult and and but we've got to do whatever we can under the circumstances as best as possible. That That's where we are. Um, I think one of the other issues is that um, the PPE equipment was something that I mentioned. It's important that staff are aware how to put them on properly, safely, but also I feel the eye shields and people wearing glasses may have some problems there because the eye shield I found was, was steaming up quite regularly. So therefore I was putting my hands underneath the eye shield to put my glasses up to see if I could see um, and therefore I'm obviously very close to my eyes. Um, Likewise for the face mask. The bridge on the face mask uh, uh, that goes over your nose uh, that kept becoming loose so I was adjusting that every so often very frequently and so therefore I've got contact to my nose and mouth which again is high risk area for transferring the infection really. Um, So those are things um, I think making sure that you wash your hands regularly and, and that's absolutely vital in the pharmacy, having the alcohol scripts there as well to clean down and things. Equipment is, is another part as well, really, making sure you know your monitors, your phones are, are cleaned regularly yeah. as well, really. But how often can you continue to keep up with this yeah. um, becomes a question as well, really. But th- those are things that I, that I learned. I think that from a customer, public perspective, I think they're, they're quite disciplined in many ways. You know, people having to queue outside and keeping them two meters apart is feasible. But if the weather turns, then is that really feasible? And yeah. you know, 
is that going to be, are people going to start then huddling in and particularly if it becomes colder as well again um, so those situations we need to be mindful of as well really yeah how did you how did you feel that the um customers were acting towards staff because I know there's been quite a lot of you know there's been some quite distressing stories about pharmacists kind of receiving abuse from patients and patients being a bit aggressive obviously in this very stressful time so how did you how did you find that well I, 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 there's a positive to this and I found the customers um, within this pharmacy very well behaved very disciplined very aware and very respectful and even keeping their distance as far as possible really it was it's interesting because when you're trying to give some advice over, if you're not in the consultation room, you have to be very careful that you know how much information you're sharing as well, really. But, you know, the whole number of customers and patients that came in on that Saturday morning where, where I helped out, was uh, there was not an issue and they were very, very respectful, very considerate of our situation. Yeah. That's really, really good to hear just because, you know, we have heard a lot of stuff over the last the last two weeks and it's been really difficult, I think, for pharmacists. So, you know, it's reassuring to hear that there are places where patients are really taking taking that into account. Um, well, it's real plus, Nema, because um, one of the other things is that there were stories where a patient had actually, you know, might have shouted, might have got a little bit aggressive, if you could say that, but then went home and realised that you know, that was wrong and they realised the pressure that we were under and they, they called back to say, I'm sorry, yeah. um, but I'm concerned about about my relative or, or whoever it happened to be that was ill at the time. So, yeah. there, you know, there, there's some real camaraderie and friendship within yeah. this um, and some positivity. Of yeah. course, it's marred by incidents where people are the other extreme and can become very patient, impatient and very abusive and even violent. And that, yeah. That's where it gets nasty but there is some positives to this yeah. in, in, in many ways yeah and you can you can understand that you know tensions are obviously running very high and people are obviously very concerned at the minute about their loved ones yeah so you can understand why patients are getting you know a bit irate and um, impatient but yeah it's um it's good to hear that you know people are being respectful and understanding that pharmacists are under a lot of pressure at the minute yeah absolutely and there's, there's lots of you know, um information out there of what pharmacists are going through and there's lots of you know media reports and things that you know, we're right at the front front end as well. So respecting that, um, but it would be it, this, I was not working in an inner city pharmacy. I'm sure the situation would be very could be different yeah. within inner cities as well, really. But that that was a village pharmacy um, and very well disciplined in, in, in every way. Yeah. What I did find was some anxiety amongst the staff as well by going close. Are they going to get something as well and making sure that I think we need to make sure that everybody's spirits are up. We need to boost each other up in more ways than one really yeah. and keep keep going. Did you feel like there was a, a sense of team spirit, you know, even more so in the pharmacy? Did you did you feel that whenever you were working on Saturday? Absolutely. The the, the team spirit, the camaraderie, the support and, and I didn't feel any anxiety amongst the staff as well, really, in terms of, you know, oh you go out and see that patient or I'll go out. It was just if there was somebody out and whoever was mm. the closest would go out. Yeah, really. Just so, just kind of all hands on deck. <laughs> Correct. And, and just as a normal situation, which is, you know, that's absolute credit to our colleagues um, out there. Really. Mm-hmm. Absolute credit. Yeah. It wasn't the case of, oh, 
I'll take this and you go to that one. It was just as if things are normal in a, in a functional manner. That to me was very uplifting really. Yeah, it's just, it's just so nice to see farmers just getting stuck in and, you know, offering to help where they can. And it's just, yeah, it's a really, it's, it's a good time to be part of our profession, I think, at the minute. Yeah, I think they were very patient, very calm in terms of giving the advice as well. Yeah. Um, you know, as you know, we're often getting asked for uh, alcohol wipes and, and cleanses and things like that. And, you may not have it, but the, the patience with which the staff and the, the pharmacist, the, this, this is the first pharmacist there, it, it was amazing. I have to applaud them, really. It was just incredible because we hear this every day coming through and it's the same message going out, but they were not impatient in, or, or oblivious to, to giving the same kind of detailed information, really. Yeah. Um, they continued in the in the same fashion. Yeah. And it's repetitive, but they still gave it. And it was interesting to see the two-metre lines being set up as well so that people didn't cross out those lines. And I, found, I found that yeah. really welcoming. Yeah, there was good. the signs outside from the RPS that showed, be patient and, you know, we are expecting sometimes delays, but, you know, we're, we're in unprecedented times. So, yeah. But the, 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 the patient and public that were coming through were really fantastic, and it's great to say that. Yeah, and that's a good point that you made. Like, there is a lot of resources available for pharmacists that they can print out and display in their pharmacy at the minute to try and ease some of those anxieties and, and stresses that patients might have as they're waiting to um, to get yeah. into the pharmacy. And it is, and, and I think anybody that is still accessing those resources, I recommend them to go to the RPS website on the COVID-19 website section and there's so much information out there and it's updated regularly it's updated mm-hmm. daily and we continue to put information that's relevant to support our, our pharmacists and, uh, and pharmacy teams out there really so and that is a tried trusted reliable source of information that, you know, so it, we, we've got it all in one bag so if anybody hasn't suggest strongly that, that they refer to the RPS website as well. And just to go back briefly, um, just to a point you made earlier, I think it is really important for pharmacy teams to share their experiences and let everybody know just what they're doing so we can all kind of adopt those practices if it's working, what's not working. You know, yeah. it's, it's only going to work if we all work together and, you know, help each other. So you, you mentioned that earlier. And I thought that was a really good point to kind of just highlight what we can do at the minute. It is absolutely. And I think every pharmacy, you're a pharmacist, when you go out, you'll see something that you think, actually, we should do this. And it's sharing uh, and learning from that um, experience as well, but sharing that learning as well wider, um, particularly as I've mentioned around the masks uh, and the PPE equipment. Um, and you may be waiting for the PPE equipment. What are you going to do next? Um, what precautions are you going to take? Uh, to safeguard yourself, it's important. We safeguard ourselves as well as the public and the patients out there, really. So sharing any learning has got to be positive uh, so that we make as best practice as possible. Um, and obviously everybody will have SOPs around this. You know, it's important that they continue to refer to those SOPs, even if they haven't you know, realised it at the time. And also to to make sure that they continue to support their colleagues. I love the warmth, the camaraderie, uh, and the teamwork that everybody was having, from the staff to the pharmacists to the dispensers uh, throughout. Really, yeah. Um. Thanks very much, Benja. That was really, really insightful and interesting to see your experience in the community pharmacy. And hopefully, we can hear from you again in the next couple of weeks. That was Dr. Mahendra Patel talking about his experience working on the front line in community pharmacy during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
With all of the negative and depressing news that we've been seeing over the last few weeks, we thought it'd be good to end our podcast on a positive note, with some of the amazing work that pharmacy teams have been doing across the country. We have seen loads of really good examples of patients giving shoutouts to their local pharmacies on Twitter. One of our patients said, A massive thank you to the Lloyd's Pharmacy team on Lace Walk, who have been absolute heroes, helping me out with a lost prescription and getting it delivered. It's so appreciated. Other healthcare professionals have been commending pharmacists for their great work. One GP said, Community pharmacy are the unsung heroes. General practice is so grateful. We have also seen really great examples of how community pharmacy is working together to help their community. A community pharmacy in Halifax in West Yorkshire is sending out food parcels to the most vulnerable in their community and helping those that are having to self-isolate. Another positive act of kindness we've seen is from the people of the South Bristol community where protective face shields have now been 3D printed for all of the Bedminster pharmacy team. Pharmacist Addy Williams says that help is coming from unexpected sources. Hashtag, we are in this together. It's so great to see so many community pharmacy teams and healthcare professionals coming together during this difficult time. And we'll continue to share our positive tweets as we see them each week. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcasts on iTunes or your preferred Android app. Thank you for listening.